So, Sam, I'll have you know that I, before we get started today, I wanted to have some um, Brussels sprouts again that you brought, <laughs> yeah. and I was hoping to have some this morning for breakfast, uh-huh. and they're gone. Yeah, funny, they are gone. Funny story there. Okay. <laughs> um, when everything wrapped up yesterday and we were done with the After the Show podcast and everything, my producer, and everybody went their separate ways, producer Chad came up to me and he said, hey, do you mind if I uh, take this home? Anybody? Oh. And I, I assumed everybody had gotten what they wanted out of it. Oh, okay. You know, and as the chef, cook, someone says, hey, I want to bring this home. You well, felt sure, honored. Okay. It. So you liked them that much, Chad? I did like them. They were good, huh? Yeah, they were good. Uh, very tasty. Um, going to be quite honest, though, I probably should have shared some of that last few with you, Jody. Oh, no, it's fine. I just thought they were there, and I'm like, did you take them home already? So, man, Chad. I mean, it, it was very tasty. It had almost sort of like an Asian cabbage flavor to uh-huh. it. But no. It like, did. Yeah, it did. But like I was saying, I, I actually would not recommend eating as much as I did all at one time. Oh. You know what? Is that a little TMI for everybody? <laughs> Should we ask you to okay. leave the room right now? No. Just so you know, though, this recipe was sent to us because, Sam, to bring everybody up to speed, you hate Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. And then some beautiful people sent us a video of, like, if you're going to eat them, you got to eat them this way. And it's bacon and onion and garlic. all this. Garlic. Yeah. 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 But I, I do like the Asian thing. I might try it again and add some sesame oil or that mm-hmm. oyster sauce or something. If you try it again, please feed us. Oh, I like oh, them. Sure. I'm not going to eat all that stuff. Check out the recipe at murphysamandjody.com. So two things that I find funny about this. Number one, why in the world would you want to eat this for breakfast, Jody? And you know, <laughs> well, you know I'm not I'm not that person. I'm not so delicate that I have to eat a banana or an egg for breakfast. Uh-huh. I can eat whatever. Pizza. Mm. I can eat whatever and I knew that they I thought that they were in there <laughs> and I was going to have it with whatever. Yeah. An egg. An egg and a banana. <laughs> and uh, number two, the other thing that I find funny is that it's something you will not eat, but you're gonna cook it again, Sam. Yeah. That, that whole Asian thing, it, it just got me. I'm uh, you know, maybe whatever. putting that on some Learn ice. to do something I, new. I Shred them up a little this time. Anyway, get yeah. the method and recipe at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. A double Hollywood outsider on the way because there is so much going on. Coming up next, I'll let you know how you can spend a night on the Goodyear blimp. Bed and all. Nice. And in case you missed Jody's Facebook Live, we'll just go to our Facebook page. It's there, and you'll never miss one again when you like our page because you'll yeah. always get a notification. A note. Yeah. Uh, you see, the folks at Airbnb have teamed up with Goodyear, the blimp people, all the tire people, but the blimp people as well, and they're offering three one-night stays aboard the Goodyear blimp. Uh, up in the uh, air? No, no, no. Nope. And then, okay, then, see, to me... <laughs> If you're going to do that, it needs to fly, okay? Well, that's what I would think it would be. It's, you know, one night stay, so we go from here to there. I mean, it takes you all night to get there anyway in a blimp. You're going to the home base, Akron, and you get three nights, October 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. I think I'd rather that. You just get one night. Well, you'd you'd like it because you don't... Like, you don't have to go up in the like atmosphere. Balloons in the air. Hundred fifty yeah. bucks for a night. That gets you the room. Apparently, there's. A, I saw the picture too. There's like a, a queen size bed and a sofa. It's like an RV. Murphy, you've been in the blimp. Did I you see it. all that stuff? Well, that's no. right. You have been in the blimp. Well, no, the blimp that I went in was just like a, a passenger blimp. You know, you had. Everything was wide open. Pilot, where the pilot sits and yeah. everything, but it was just rows of seats and then a bathroom. That was it. Wow. Wow, Not much to must, it. Wow, this must be a new kind of blimp because it it's got. Is it smooth? Well, now I was on the Fuji blimp, so maybe it's not ah, as fancy as the Goodyear blimp. This is a Goodyear blimp. Yeah, it's got the whole living room. It's the blimp. It's going to stay in the hangar. And they're not going to fly. 
There's a little area set up outside the blimp, like a living room. So you, you got some, an open bar and a big screen TV. Sweet. And you get tickets to the Notre Dame-Michigan game that Very weekend. Cool. So yeah. you do get something out of it. You just don't get to fly. That's that okay. sounds like fun. It would probably cost a fortune to fly because there's fuel, there's pilots, there's all of that you would mm-hmm. have to do. This is true. So it would be... It a would, more expensive experience. What do you call it? It would be like chartering your own blimp flight. Yeah. So I guess it can't leave the ground. Plus some kind of extra liability or something. What is the blimp flight like? I guess I don't fully understand it. Oh, it was fun when I went on it. Quiet? I mean, it, 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 quiet, oh, it's No, it's peaceful. not quiet. Oh. Until they, when they turn the engines off, it's quiet. Oh. When it takes off, the engines are very loud because they're right there next to you. Oh. But once you yeah, get up and you're not going to travel anymore, they turn the engines off and it's silent. That's a little weird, that's, that's, but it's cool. Yeah, that's weird for me. Turning the engines off is not something I want to do in the air. The uh, booking window opens next week, October 15th, so look for it if you want to grab these three nights. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Tell you why, U.S. Attorney says Lori Laughlin can expect a much higher, tougher sentence than Felicity Huffman. College admissions scandal update for you. In fact, the... Um, <laughs> College admission scandal movie premieres this weekend on Lifetime. If How you can wanna... it premiere if we don't have an ending? No, well, maybe they're they're just ended that. at a place where it's you know. Oh, you watch the country music. You said it's on Lifetime, right? Yes. Never mind. I don't. Gonna go I don't to... go to that channel. <laughs> You don't know what you're missing, Sam. You do like a good bath bomb every once in a while, Sam. Okay, so a U.S. attorney is saying that for Lori Laughlin, who has not gone to trial yet, she rejected her plea deal and she's taking a long time to get to the trial. And when that happens, the longer she takes to resolve this case, the more the judge is going to throw at her. In other words, they're going to ask for a higher sentence. It's almost like a threat. It's like, get on it, girl. Um, Felicity Huffman is going to be going to federal prison soon. October twenty fifth is when she's reported. Be in and out of prison before Lori goes to trial. She is, and apparently she's going to a pretty comfortable place. No red uh, suits, more like country sweatpants and stuff like that. But for fourteen days, anyway. The Lifetime movie. If you really want to understand it all. I kind of want to see who they're going to cast in these roles. Uh, will be this weekend on Lifetime. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. There's so much going on. We got to continue. So we got to talk about Matt Lauer next. Okay. Why? And um, this Ronan Farrow book that is coming out. Oh my goodness. Let's do that next. I had not even heard the title of this Ronan Farrow book until two days ago. Catch and Kill is the name of the book. It's not even available until next week. Catch and Kill. Yeah. Catch and Kill is the name yeah. of the book. And you realize he is a Pulitzer Prize winning investigative reporter. So this book he's, is being taken very taken very seriously. He's not just digging dirt. He's excavating a big hole, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's about serial abusers and men in power. It's about Harvey Weinstein. And so all he of names his a lot he, of- Oh, Matt Lauer. All that stuff that came out yesterday about Matt Lauer that is hard to read and believe and look at. That's all from the book, excerpts from the book Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the hottest book. Like, the Elton John book, laughable yeah, compared no to this. Elton John's coming out next week. Anyway, poor Murphy, every time I mention Ronan Farrow, it's like, he's Frank Sinatra's son. We can't get well, past and so his eyes. If it's really a tell-all book, is he going to reveal that too? He doesn't yeah. talk about that. Yeah. He, he looks like Frank. Now, actually, he looks like his mother in the face, Mia. Mia Farrow, But right? his eyes are Frank Sinatra yeah. to me. There's no 
totally. Woody Allen there. Any, I know. Not one speck of Woody Allen. I think Allen. we've gone off point here, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but did you know that Jennifer Aniston also spoke out about this yesterday? Because Jennifer Aniston studied Matt Lauer for inspiration, acting inspiration, for her new show that's coming to Apple TV called oh. Morning Show. Oh, yeah, really? on his last day. It, apparently, the morning show show is about someone who's fired for improper behavior. Uh-huh. It, she took it upon herself to s- study him on that last day that he was on the Today Show. Oh. And she said, I wondered if he knew that it was his last day. And she was studying that. And then they asked her further in the interview, how did you feel when you found out that he was fired and what he was fired for? And she said she was devastated because he was a part of her. He interviewed her millions of times. Mm-hmm. You know, she said the last day on for, on the friend's set, it was Katie and Matt all up on the couch with them. Uh-huh. Well, it seems to be one of his favorite places. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The book is called Catch and Kill. It's by Ronan Farrow. Explosive in Hollywood. Give us a call. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to jump in, coming to you next, Dre. Give us a call anytime. We love to visit with you. 877-310-4MSJ. Good on, Dre. Thank y'all for always making my morning commute just a good bundle of laughs because oh, I have to drive an hour to get to school on time. Ooh. So this just makes it all worth it. Nice. Hey, oh, okay. But Goodness. I just wanted to say that that what y'all were talking about, the enjoying the people you're around, that also applies to school because if it weren't for absolutely loving all the kids I'm in school with and loving my teachers, Mm -hmm. I would not make this hour drive every morning just so I could be here for school. Right, you would dread it. it. Well into... Yeah. Oh, I would hate it. I know. I mean, I have a hard time because there's one kid in class I don't particularly get along with. Mm. All of them? Yeah. I would quit. What's that kid's name? (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) We don't do that here. So, Dre, what... what, No, no name drop it in. What... Where are you in school? Are you in college? Are you? In- I am a. Uh, this is my. I just started my third semester of college. I'm about halfway through with it. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So, like general studies or specific studies? I'm a music major, actually. Oh. So when you're a music major, is it music all day, or is it a certain percentage music, and the rest <laughs> is our basics that you have to have? Well, right now I just take a full load of music because I've got almost all my basics out of the way. But it is, there's a bit of both you have to completely knock out. Mm -hmm. I also get to skip things like I don't have to have a science and I don't have to have a music appreciation Mm -hmm. because those will get covered. Yeah. What about (laughs) You obviously have a music appreciation. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for the call, Dre. We appreciate that. It's, yeah, and what, what he was talking about is Jody said the number one thing that makes every workplace great is when you get along with your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people who are happy at work, the number one thing they cite is that they love the people Which they work with. It's not salary for, or flex time or all that other stuff. Works for school. Works for any situation. It works situation, for everything. Yeah. Works for married coworkers. That's true. It does. <laughs> and we do enjoy each other. 877-310-4MSJ. Thank you, Dre. We love hearing from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up on Facebook or The Gram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? Uh, Well, Jody, I want to point the focus at you for a little bit right now. You've been, for the past couple of days, talking smack about the Shining movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah. because Stephen King talks smack about it, too, that it's just... 
not as good as the book Hello. I never felt anything for that movie. Yeah. See, to me, it's iconic. So you and Stephen oh. King, I get it. If he doesn't like his own movie, you know, I get yeah. it. <laughs> well, Christy has a suggestion. She's She says, I've never seen The Shining, and honestly, I don't have any time to read a book, Aww. but I do have a lot of quiet time at work while looking at a computer screen. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded the Audible book, mm. and it's narrated by Campbell Scott, Ooh. whose voice that I absolutely love. Cool. Oh, wow. There was a red carnation in the lapel, perhaps so that no one on the street would mistake Stuart Ullman for the local undertaker. As he listened to Ullman speak, Jack admitted to himself that he probably could not have liked any man on that side of the desk yeah. under oh, the circumstances. That's from the very beginning. Yeah. I know that scene. She says, after day one, I'm already at chapter 15. Oh, I'm jealous, yeah. Christy. So that's I'm, an option. I'm loving, I, I love to read, though. So I like the quiet of reading, yeah. but I I am finding it to be one of the best books I've ever that's cool. read. Yeah, that's yeah. great, Christine. I hope your boss doesn't nail you for listening to audiobooks at work. <laughs> yeah, we won't yeah. tell. Manage went public with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, Franklin says, uh, this is also for Jody. This is not about The Shining. He says, uh, I listened to the Paw podcast today Aww. and absolutely Ooh. just fell in love with your grandfather. His singing is so old timer. It is. It's great. Amazing grace. Yeah, he's 90, so he's naturally an old timer. You know? He yeah. loves to sing old time religion songs. Yeah. That's all he will sing. Franklin says, I loved hearing his stories, and Prodigal Son is one of my favorites. And I yeah. enjoyed the podcast, oh, cool. and I Thank can't you. really give enough credit. You really did listen to the whole podcast, because see, that was at the end yeah. of our Pawpaw cast, where he talked about the Prodigal Son being his favorite story of all time, and he told it in his own way. Yeah. I felt like I was in church again. Mm-hmm. And it'll take you to church. So uh, you can get that podcast in anything we do, the whole show and the After the Show podcast. Um, any, anywhere you listen to podcasts or on our Facebook page, thank you. Yeah. Coming up, Sam's got music news. That's right. Elton John's book's coming out next week, and we're already getting more dirt on it. Oh, wow. Love it. Sam's got music news. We're getting more and more excerpts from uh, Elton John's uh, Elton John about his new book that comes out next week, Me, Elton John. It's called me, but what's interesting is Mm -hmm. what we're more interested in is all the stories that he has, like this Princess Diana story about Richard Gere and her, you know, making goo-goo eyes at each other. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone wanting to fight Richard Gere over (laughs) Princess Diana. I know. This book is going to be awesome. Yes, and Elton John doesn't care. He's going to tell everything. He just better not talk smack about George Michael. A couple more stories have come out. Number one, about uh, Bob Dylan coming over to his house for a party once in the 80s. Really? And he said Bob looked disheveled and he was like, Always. Who who invited the gardener? Get him out of here. Oh. And when he found... Really? Because it was Elton and that was the pill and drinking period. Yeah. And when he found out it was Dylan, he he said, well, I still don't like the way you're dressed. Come upstairs and we can put you in some of my clothes. And And Elton did that to Bob Dylan? Dylan was like, no way, man. I'm out. I'm not going to take that. Right. Well, here's another one, too. Uh, he was in con with Duran Duran partying. It was when he was shooting the video for I'm Still Standing. No, Iconic video. Yeah. Apparently, he went out drinking with Duran Duran the night before and came back and he trashed everybody's hotel rooms. Really? Next, next morning, he wakes up and said, what happened? And they're like, um, that was you. Elton, that was you. Wow. And so he had a good laugh about it. Didn't stop drinking and doing drugs at that point. But He's lucky to be alive. Oh, yeah. We know this is true. Yeah, go see the movie. You'll know that. To not sure, even remember too. it? Mm, it's not good. Uh, and also, too, you know, of course, this week, uh, Donald Trump uh, posted that little, or he tweeted that little thing, or was last week, about uh, with Nickelback in there because mm-hmm. he was taking a shot at Joe Biden. You know, look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. 
It was taken down quickly. Yeah, because Nickelback said, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-uh, you're not going to do that. Well, guess what's happened to Nickelback? Their, uh, their streaming and purchases have gone up. Of course. 40% on the streaming and like 569% on the downloads of their songs. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Best thing to happen to Nickelback in years. I know. (laughs) Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Another Hollywood outsider on the way for you, and we'll try to figure out why. It is truth that there's always one person, only one person, who can find anything in any given household. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. It's one of my favorite ways to visit with you. You did a Facebook Live yesterday. Yeah. um, So... We love visiting with you there, and I posted this thing the other night, and because it, it resonated with me so much, I fell off the bed laughing when I saw it, so I had to share it. And it's just a little meme that says... I was wondering what that sound was. <laughs> <laughs> it said, my husband was a bit upset because I told him his jeans were in the dryer, and he checked and, and couldn't find them. But don't worry, I found them. They were in the dryer. That resonates with moms, especially around the world. And our Facebook page was immediately all over it. <laughs> Lindsay said, get out of my head, girl. Jennifer said, don't forget the kids, too, because the kids are this oh, way, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I heard a comedian say once, "Your ut- when you're a mom, your uterus you, you, is a tracking device. You're, you're the only person who knows where anything is and can find anything. Mm-hmm. Like Kids and, and husbands can be looking for something right in front of their face and they can't find it. I don't it's know a what phenomenon. That, I don't know what that is, but it is almost like a filter because I'm not joking. There are times where I know in the fridge I have pulled everything back to look for the one that ketchup. Where's the ketchup, Jody? It's in the fridge. It's right there. It's like I don't see it. And I've, ta- I've taken everything out and I put everything back. And Jody opens the door and boom, it's right there. Yeah. I, it's magic. I don't understand. Does this happen with you and the kids, Sam? Oh yeah. For me and the kids, mainly it's the it's the dryer. When they say, have, oh. you, have you cleaned my whatever? It's like, yeah, it's in the dryer. And they go, It's not in there. I can't find it. And it's I like, think it's I'm they expect you to jump out at them. And yeah. you have to look with more than just your eyes. You have to look with your arms and hands and look for stuff, move stuff around. Alyssa says on our our Facebook page, my German shepherd has epilepsy and I was out of town a couple of weeks ago. My husband texts me and says, Where are the meds? I told him to look in the bowl on the table. They weren't there. He looked all over the place and never found them. I got home the next day and bam, they were in the bowl on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that is, but that was just funny to me that that resonates that way. It with does. A, a lot of households. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. I'm so excited to tell you that Kevin Hart is back to work Yay. today. Tell you what he's doing next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Kevin Hart has returned to work to promote this new movie he's in that lands in theaters in December, Jumanji The Next Level. Did I die and turn into some kind of a small, muscular boy scout? Are we dead? Okay, going back. coming out already? In December. So going back a few weeks, it was five weeks ago that he survived this car crash where he fractured his spine in three places. He came close to partial paralysis. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody else in the car had to be cut out. Yeah, and it there's a bunch roof. of yucky yeah. legal stuff still going on. He's still not at full strength, but this whole marketing campaign for the movie started, and they wanted to accommodate him, so he's coming back with them, with his co-stars, Dwayne Johnson and Danny DeVito. You should start seeing stuff this week about him you know, being on red carpets and being out there and doing press junkets to support the movie. Hmm. I wonder if he's going to be funny, though. I think so. I mean, it's Kevin Hart. I guess he has to be funny. 
I think he will. It'll be heartfelt. I think Dwayne will help bring that out in him. Yeah. Not that I'm on a first name basis, yeah. but I do mean Dwayne Johnson. They like to so rib each other. Look for that. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning after eight, Matt Lauer denying all allegations from that book excerpt yesterday. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You can jump in anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. And Kathy, we're coming to you next. Give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Who's this? My name is Kathy, and I'm actually a teacher. I missed part of your your last thing, but I did catch your comment about uh, people needing other people, human interaction. Yes. Um, I'm a teacher, and I... I got to tell you, people forget we're human. Mm. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but we we are kind of like sounding boards or um, what do you want to call it? You know, we're just beat upon so often because everything that goes wrong, you know, we get blamed for things mm-hmm. that people, you know, their children may do. I'm a mother, I, you know, and it's like, wow. But I, I just wanted to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so true, you know, uh, human interaction and stuff. We've got to realize that we're all human, and I'm not going to lie to the person and say, well, your child is doing this, because we always get, they never do it at home. And it's like, wow, I must have that much of an impact. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, thank you. Um, I I watched this, or listened to the show, and by the way, the dryer does have the jeans in there. Yeah, I checked also, and the jeans were in the dryer. So that came from Facebook, I guess. Yes, you're so, talking about the I little. I wanted you to know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kathy's referring to this thing I posted on Facebook. My husband was a bit upset because I told right. him his jeans were in the dryer and he checked and he couldn't find them. But don't yeah. worry, I found them. They yeah. were in the dryer. Yeah, in the dryer. Yeah. You know, it's funny in our house when you need to find someone, you go to me. I and know. I always get, I can't see it, you know? Me too. Anyway, thank Me you. Too. Thank you, Kathy. I can't see it. I don't know where it is. Um, going back to the teacher thing, um, teachers do get it from all sides. You don't realize it yeah. until you really think about it. The kids, the parents, there's administration, mm-hmm. you know? Give a teacher a break today. There's certification, <laughs> there's training, there's thanks, all kinds yes. of stuff. So thanks, Kathy. 877-310-4MSJ. All right, three things to know today. In Surf City, North Carolina, officials are telling residents not to run their washing machine for five days. Don't Mm. do laundry because they're flushing the hydrants and the water lines. You can drink the water, but don't wash your clothes in it. Okay. Because it's got excess iron and it could ruin your clothes. Could you go five days without laundry is the question. It's like, I I could. I got enough but if you've stuff. got kids that are playing sports or something, I mean, it could it can get gross for some families. All right. Not so much for others. Um, 14,000 pairs of fake Nikes were seized in L.A. by um, Customs. Did you hear about that? No. I had no idea that this was such a big industry, but apparently it is. Well, yeah. that's it's, Now, I hope what they do is take those and donate them. I don't know what they're going to do with 14,000 pairs of shoes. Come on. Shoe collectors like are want to buy these things like the Air Jordans and the old Air Maxes. According to border agents, they sell for like 2000 up to 2000 a pair. And they're fake. So this is counterfeit brand name shoes. It's a multi-million dollar criminal industry. I don't know where those shoes are going to end up. I'm still in amazement that they exist. Yeah. Um, and Simone Biles set to compete for another all-around title today. 
And of course, she's expected to win. Look for those videos later today because you know you got to watch her. Mm-hmm. Can't help but watch Simone Biles. And that's three things to know this morning. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, if you're dragging, coming up next, how to not look tired. So somebody later in the day doesn't say, you hey, look you look tired. tired. You know, one of the worst things you can hear about yourself is that you look tired. I'm sorry, it's just funny to me when I I said that. God, that's true, Jody. You don't want to be told that. And honestly, I hear that. When I hear that in the afternoons, it really just whips me. It just, it's like, I know I look tired because I am tired. It bothers me when somebody tells me that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it's, I don't know why, because it's, it's just, they're being factual. But for some reason, you feel like, when they say that, that you shouldn't be tired. Isn't that weird? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't, I, I know I should be tired. You don't want to look it. Yeah, I just don't want to look it. I understand. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. So try not to say that to people, number one. Um, but ways to look not tired or less tired when you actually are. The number one came from Phoebe, our 14 year old. Murphy, remember? Okay. Do you guys remember? It's a makeup thing. So, guys, you oh, can't play. Oh, okay. Not all of these are makeup uh, things, though. But We can try it, I suppose, if we wanted to. I never knew this. She was like, she told me when you put on mascara mom oh okay never mind see i told you you can't um only the top lashes there's no need to put it on the bottom it it you know throughout just put the it day, on the top just, so just you look adds, surprised makes the bottom heavier and so i'm like okay i still do it though it's habit there's a years of habit of makeup so i can't sometimes i don't remember to do it but that's a cool mm. one um other things use eye drops in the morning uh, go for a run in the morning. So start your day. Let's say you only had a few hours of sleep and you know you're going to be tired. And you don't want to look tired. Or you have to mm-hmm. give a presentation or something like that. Um, cold shower. I don't That's like tough that. to do. I don't like those. No. Ever, it is tough to do. You ever do the uh, frozen spoons under the eyes? I've never done that. Have you? Yeah. Sam? It's a shock to the system. Why? When would you do that? Oh, I haven't done that in probably about 10 years. I just have done it to get rid of the puffiness under the eyes. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Your skin goes, what's that? And it curls back in. It's a frozen spoon, so it's like, ah! (laughs) I'm sure. So you knew the night before to put a spoon in the freezer? Uh, With one of the exes, we kept spoons in the freezer all the time. Wow. Let's just move on from here. So I use eye drops. (laughs) Eye drops slash cold water. If you can't do the cold shower, do the cold water on your face. Uh, I believe in that. Mm -hmm. I believe in washing your face with fresh, as cool as you can stand water. Not hot. Yeah. Not hot. And they say wear yellow or light colors that, you know, are bright and light and compliment you. Okay. Yellow is not for everybody. Creates a distraction. Yeah. Oh, look, he's a banana. You know, we mentioned earlier in the week that the McRib is back at like 10,000 McDonald's restaurants. Oh, yeah. One, one of them that I passed on the way into work had a big banner up. McRib is back! Yeah. I think that I, I, I've never had a McRib. I don't I don't. You don't think want to have it? No. See, it's been no. a guilty pleasure. I've had them before. Now, for just so you know, they don't have really have bones in them. <laughs> I know, Murphy. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know? And I and, I, and I even remember as a kid, man, when that TV commercial would come on, I'm like, Sucker. Uh, this is mouthwatering. I better get mom to take me now because I, it's not going to be there in a month. That's why I bring it up. I think it's one of the most brilliant things that any company can do is to offer something for a limited time only. Mm. Something polarizing like that because we know there are people who love McRib and people who are like, no. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a Facebook friend, uh, one of my neighbors, every year when it comes around, like three weeks beforehand, he starts posting stuff. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I love it. 
It's a specialty item because I, I'm guessing it takes a little while to press meat into that shape, right? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Producer Chad, you have a McRib issue, right? Yeah. Jody, like you were saying, the limited time factor is the it's only smart. reason why I ever tried one in the first place. Right. Because it got just, you there. Like, exactly. I got to get it now. Just looking at it, I was like, this isn't something I'd want to eat. But I was like, well, it's only limited time. Like, maybe it's not as bad as what it looks. I don't oh, think Lordy. it looks very good. It looked great, yeah, for man. you, you didn't it's, like it. It's It doesn't taste you know that bad, but that being said, I did not have a good reaction to the McRib. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like TMI again, like with the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> what is it with you today? He's sensitive. Apparently, uh, you have a sensitive yeah. stomach. Anyway, my brother too. loves them. If yeah. you want one, if it's, you're one of the pro ribbers, it's um mcdfinder.com. You go to that website and you just enter your zip code. Yeah, that's all it is. It's got a picture of a McRib and just put your zip code. It's tells a guilty it pleasure. What's not to like? Barbecue sauce, pickle. I mean, you know. Onion, onion too. Yeah, yeah. Hoagie style bun. And I remember uh, our former producer, Drew, I think, loved. He was yeah. one of those that counted down the days. He would he take off a day from work and go travel around. To grab a bunch of McRibs. Yeah, you'd need to take a day off. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I had not even heard the title of this Ronan Farrow book until two days ago. Catch and Kill is the name of the book. It's not even available until next week. Catch and Kill. Yeah. Catch and Kill is the name and of the book. And you realize he is a Pulitzer Prize winning investigative reporter. So this book is being taken very, taken very seriously. He's not just digging dirt. He's excavating a big hole. Right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's about serial abusers and men in power. It's about Harvey Weinstein and so all he of names his con- a lot he, of- Oh, Matt Lauer, all that stuff that came out yesterday about Matt Lauer that is hard to read and believe and look at. That's all from the book, excerpts from the book Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be the hottest book, like the Elton John book, laughable yeah, compared no to this. Elton John's coming out next week. Anyway, poor Murphy, every time I mention Ronan Farrow, it's like he's Frank Sinatra's son. We can't get past well, and so his eyes. if it's really a tell all book, is he gonna reveal that too? He doesn't yeah. talk about that. Yeah. He, he looks like Frank. No, actually he looks like his mother in the face, Mia, Mia Farrow. But right? his eyes are Frank Sinatra yeah. to me. Woody Allen there. I know. Not one speck of Woody Allen. I think we've gone off point here, though. I'm sorry. Um, But did you know that Jennifer Aniston also spoke out about this yesterday? Because Jennifer Aniston studied Matt Lauer for inspiration, acting inspiration, for her new show that's coming to Apple TV called Morning Show. Oh, yeah, really? on his last day. It, apparently, the morning show show is about someone who's fired for improper behavior. Uh-huh. It, she took it upon herself to s- study him on that last day that he was on the Today Show. Oh. And she said, I wondered if he knew that it was his last day. And she was studying that. And then they asked her further in the interview, how did you feel when you found out that he was fired and what he was fired for? And she said she was devastated because he was a part of her. He interviewed her millions of times. Mm-hmm. You know, she said the last day on for, on the friend's set, it was Katie and Matt all up on the couch with them. Uh-huh. Well, it seems to be one of his favorite places. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The book is called Catch and Kill. It's by Ronan Farrow. Explosive in Hollywood. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, more on Matt next. What Matt Lauer had to say about those explosive allegations next. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Yesterday was a big day for Mr. Matt Lauer after excerpts from Ronan Farrow's new book, Catch and Kill, were released into the media. Uh, Matt Lauer issued this open letter denying assault accusations against this former NBC staffer who told her story to Ronan Farrow. And so Matt's basically saying everything was consensual. And it's, it's in, what's interesting to me is that she was specific in her story. So he's like a newsman. He's like, okay, I'll be specific in my open letter. Some of the things he says, there was absolutely nothing aggressive about the encounter. Brooke did not do or say anything to object. It was extramarital, and I've paid for that, And but there was nothing. Mm-hmm. It was all consensual is what he has said in his very specific open I'm letter. I'm sure more is going to come out now, but, you it's know, ugly. especially when the book hits next It's week. ugly and it's sad. By the way, the book is called Catch and Kill, and it is in bookstores next Tuesday. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, Murphy, I wasn't trying to pick on you earlier about the, um, you know, not be, you not being able to find stuff at home because the kids can't either. It's and it's not unusual. Oh, I fully admit that it's a problem. I, I, I'm, you know what? There are so many things that are in front of my face that I don't see. It's shocking. It just, I know. I just don't get how you can go in a fridge and not find something that's I like know. a bottle of ketchup. But it happens when you've got lots of bottles of things in there. I will you know? tell you this though. This is the truth. This is God's honest truth. We were talking about it because of that, you know, post about the husband not being able to find the jeans in the dryer and the wife going back and finding the jeans in the dryer. Yeah, well, things get... Now, the dryer is an interesting... Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. That's so, okay. the, that is an interesting phenomenon. The, the None. Phenomenon. Not, because socks can go in shirts and jeans. So it's uh-huh. easy to get, you know, clothes get lost inside of clothes. I know so that. So that becomes a really complex process. That's not why you can't find it, though. I've watched you look for things, Murphy. Air quotes, by the way. I <laughs> watched you look for things and you stand at, at the refrigerator and just stand there. Like it's going to jump out at you. And I think the same thing happens with kids. I looked in my room. Like, did you look? Well, do you get on your knees and look under the bed? Do you look behind things? Do you lift things up? That's looking for yeah. something. Oh, so I guess maybe then what I do is I play odds. You know, if there are three rows in the fridge, I've got a one-third chance, a 30% yeah. chance of being right. Odds are you're not going to find it's it. Yeah. Not, not, that, and, that's you know, and, odds, yeah. So maybe those aren't great odds. No, my kids, when you tell them, when they yes, lost something in the room and I know where it was or I mm-hmm. saw it fall behind something, mm-hmm. I'll say, did you check? Yeah, I did. Did you look in your closet? Yeah, I did. We need to go look again and look harder because I'm telling you it's in there. Yeah. It's almost like if you tell them I know it's in there, Oh, okay. In that case, it must be. I'll really yeah. look. It's almost like when a kid tells you I can't find something, you have to you have to go verify. You're like, really? I, I don't believe you can't find your ID because I watched you walk into the house yesterday with it on your body. Yeah. So it's here. What do you mean you, know? you lost your car? Moms are the finders. Moms and Sam. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's an easy way, too. You just simply ask him where was the last place she used it. <laughs> that doesn't work either? It should work if you really look. Hey guys, producer Bailey says he's a really good finder of things. Yeah, every now and then like I get pretty lucky. Yeah. Uh, but I will say one thing that I learned a while ago, uh, there's like two main problems when finding things is that the area that you're looking is too familiar, so you scan over things. Ooh, that's and really the way true. that you scan is even also a problem because most people look from left to right the way that you read. Oh, but, wow, Bailey. Fun fact, if you look from right to left... The opposite way, you have to look at everything instead of just 
blindly scanning oh, over everything. This is enlightening. Yeah. Really? Oh, and yeah. I'm already a good finder. Yeah. I can find anything. I mean, if you got If there yeah, was a competition, I would win the finding thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, try. I do know about it. It still might be easier to put one of those tile things on. Yeah. yeah. But, Jody, did you ever put yours on your keys? I don't need to. I don't lose my keys. Yeah. <laughs> I did the other day, Sam, but unfortunately my battery went dead, so didn't do me any good. Anyway, okay, so look. Maybe right if I'd have looked left, right to yeah, left, instead right of to left to right, yeah. and even look harder when you're in familiar surroundings. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this, Jody, but uh, Lego has started a new recycling program, and it's oh, it's not a typical smart. one where you turn them in and they get recycled and turned back into other Legos. If you have Legos and kids are grown and you're done with using them, Save you them can for grandchildren. you can go on their website, print out a mailing label, and send the, the Legos back to them. And what they're going to do is distribute them to Teach for America. It's a nonprofit that's going to donate them to classes across the country. Oh yay! So that's good. I mean, they're going to take them and they're they going to disinfect forever. and clean them up, and then they're going to send them yeah. to the classrooms. Legos are forever, really, right? I, I mean, I still have tons of them from when Sammy and Will were little, and then are you ha- Jackson and Parker played with them. And I still have him. I mean, and Hollis is coming along. So at some point he's going to want to play my grandkid with the uh, Legos. That's cool. Yeah. And then after that, maybe you can send them on their merry way. If you want to try it, go to the Lego website. You print out the mailing label, send them off, and they'll get repurposed for some other kids to use. Nice. Got a little something extra to keep you company during the workday. That is the After the Show podcast. It's on the way next. And if you want to get the After the Show podcast, you can uh, subscribe today and Listen wherever you listen to your podcast.